Well, hell, you guys, and welcome to We're Pod and This Together, the podcast where we guide you through your favorite or not so favorite Nickelodeon TV shows. Thanks for listening. I'm Brandon. I'm Lori. I'm Sammy. Put a bag over your head and wander into the woods because today we're watching Are You Afraid of the Dark? Okay, wait, for liability purposes, I think we should say that we don't really want people to put a bag over their heads and walk into the <laughs> No, don't. But, I mean, do you get it? Because that's what they do. Yeah. Yeah, just... That's a joke. I mean, in case somebody <laughs> hasn't seen it. Lori, you're... <laughs> I can't handle it. Put a bag over your head and wander into the woods. Oh. Because today we're watching Are You Afraid of the Dark? Okay, that's the end. A group of kids get together in the woods and tell ghost stories. And then, like, this one specifically, it has two intro things. Zeke and Clarice, that's the worst spelling of that name in the history of forever, find an abandoned swimming pool at their school where the secret, where a secret is contained. Wow, could you sound any more excited about this? Oh my god. Zeke and Clarice find an abandoned swimming pool at their school. Wait, did I say swimming school? (laughs) swimming school they find a swimming school at their pool and there's a secret and it's contained and i'm here for it okay okay but clarice yeah it's spelled terribly i did all the notes the name clarice instead of clarice i guess so it's a play on chlorine oh my god (laughs) (laughs) like chlorine in pools yeah oh really brandon that's where chlorine is found Oh, well, my mostly. God. No, I typed up all the notes with the traditional Clarice spelling, and then I did, I put the summary in to the notes, and uh, I was like, the fuck is this bullshit? Oh, wow. I don't know the original spelling of Clarice. Oh, just it's like Clarice. that. It's like in Clarice. It's like, hello, Clarice. Yeah. Hello. Okay. So it's Nickelodeon Summer Takeover. It is. And this is my pick for... Uh, the show that we watch for Nickelodeon because I grew up with this and I think this is the best TV show Nickelodeon produced ever 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 That's ever bold statement I am so proud of this little horror show for children that I think probably started my love for horror movies and the horror genre in general this and Goosebumps I never really watched this show because it gave me such the heebie-jeebies but it's funny because now i'm like super into ghost stories yeah so i want to go back and watch them all a lot of them aren't very good <laughs> i watched the first four seasons like within the year and i don't think there was one that w- there there were some that were like less good but i don't think any of them were just like straight up stinkers yeah we so at first i was gonna have us watch tale of the shiny red bicycle because it's on the list of greatest are you afraid of the dark episodes and when i watched it it wasn't like scary it was cool but it wasn't like a spooky one and i was like i want to be spooked and this one spooked the freaking heck out of me this one spooked the freaking heck out of me today yeah i like screamed when i was watching it in bed do you remember the one there was one with like a mirror where on the other side of the mirror was this just like straight up dead girl yeah that was the other one i was gonna have us watch where she writes help me all over the wall yeah that was spooky and then there's like the classic one where it's like the clown funhouse and he steals the nose on a, on a prank and then he goes home and there's just like cigars everywhere. Oh, oh my God. And then there's like the tale of the rock and roll metal, heavy metal or whatever. This kid's like a rocker. I don't remember the rest. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go back and watch this whole show because it's like right up my alley now, but 
when it was airing when I was a kid, I was a scaredy cat and it was not for me. I've been watching a weird amount of true crime of varying degrees of goodness. But like this is what kind of what this feels like to me where it's going back and forth between because it's a bunch of kids at a campground like telling a story. And so then yeah. the acting, I feel like in the the story part almost feels like a reenactment in a true crime show. That's a really good way to look at it. I never really thought of it like that. What I love about this is it's the kid's voice telling the story story into the actual story yeah it's like the chillingest like ooh, stuff's about to get spooky yeah also i always had a very 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 big crush on the boy with the glasses the old one whose yeah. name is probably billy probably <laughs> make a basket billy make a basket billy. he looks like a billy he looks like <laughs> a blue ranger from power rangers wait maybe he is he wouldn't be because they were on the, like the same time and he wasn't that busy also, the Blue Ranger was way more ripped. But this guy looks like he could be like, you know, when there's like a nerdier dude who looks scrawny and then all of a sudden he has a six pack? Like a glow up? Yeah. No, not even a glow up, but like, oh, you just like, you're ripped under those baggy sweaters. 90s oh, yeah. Boy. So just a glow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I get you. How well developed were these characters in the show? Because like, like it Stink, who joins the crew in this episode he looks like he's or they treat him like he's been a reoccurring character in the past but if he's never been part of the midnight society like i didn't understand how that worked sometimes they'd bring friends and stuff in i remember them being fairly developed because they'd have little i remember there's like some romance and some like fighting and stuff within the group but it was never something that i personally cared about all that much because it was the least important part of the show right they got about two minutes at the beginning and like 30 seconds at the end to develop the character so you get little snippets and it was never anything like oh she tells my favorite stories like i'm so excited she's the one telling it tonight it was never anything like that oh that would have been cool if they had like oh it's sandra's turn she tells the best dead children stories yeah I will say one of my, I always just like love the visual of the end 30 seconds that they get where they put out the fire. I love that it was like every single time like that's the show ending. I know. Yeah. It starts out with their creepy, creepy, creepy theme song, which has like the creaky swing and like the weird children laughing. Brandon, can you do a dramatic recreation of the theme song, please? Boom. Perfect. Right? I mean, no, but it was... <laughs> so I have zero recollection of any individual episodes of this show, and I'm fairly certain it's because every time I tried to watch it, I saw this opening sequence and got spooked the hell out and changed the channel. Fair. That's fair. It's very... <laughs> it's way scary. <laughs> it's super creepy. And then, like, the doll, like, the close-up on the creepy doll... And the, the children laughing in the background. Yeah. It just straight up spooked the hell out of me. And now, like, it's just cheesy scary now. But when I was a kid, man. Yeah, definitely only cheesy scary. I wasn't scared <laughs> at all, even. Oh, yeah, me neither. Definitely <laughs> not scary. I'm so, I'm so brave, though, now. So Yeah, everybody's gathered around the fire. And it turns out that somebody named Frank's family moved away. And I do remember... The kids like kind of because it wasn't if they got a better role like anything would be better than like the third because they were never actually like really in the scary parts no so they moved out pretty quick and i always kind of assumed it was because either they decided the time wasn't worth it or they got better roles somewhere else you know what i wonder is it probably only took them about 30 minutes to record each intro for each episode i wonder if they didn't just record a 
bunch of these all at once. Oh, I'm sure of it. And then just like knocked out an entire season's worth of their role in like a day or two. Yeah, probably. Also, all the kids are super Canadian. Oh yeah, this is a Canadian show. We should probably mention that. Yeah, old school Nickelodeon was basically just Canada. Yeah. This is a boot, a dead floating mine. I sorry, I just insulted two countries. <laughs> I don't know what country that was, but it was not Canada. Canadian. <laughs> I cried the bacon. Sorry. But yeah, Frank's gone. They're sad. They're going to bring in this bro named Stink, and everybody hates him except for the person who doesn't hate him who brought him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're like, he's gross. And he's basically Stink's argument is give me a chance. This isn't a popularity contest. This is about telling a scary story. And they're like, oh, snap, Stink. You got a point. I will say they had a point. The people who didn't like him didn't like him for a very valid reason because, like, I think Tuck was the name of the kid who brought him comes in and then like rips the bag off his head and stink goes and kisses this the girl standing in front of him on the cheek at first i thought maybe they were dating and then like it was clear that she hated him and i was like that's sexual harassment yeah Yeah, he grabbed a sweater that was sitting somewhere to put on top of the log because the log was damp that's also not cool you guys picked up a lot more than i did on this stinky guy it's just funny that the like worst character tells the best story I think I think eight out of ten people you asked about this show would say this is the best episode. I'd so? believe it. It's really I good. So. I mean, he tells a great story. I can see, like, there's a reason at the end, spoiler alert, that they're like, well, we don't like you, and so we're not officially inviting you into the Midnight Society, but you can come back and tell another story, I guess. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So he starts his story, and he goes, submitted for your approval of the Midnight Society. It's the tale of dead man's float. And it starts out, and it's 1954, and there's a kid, and he's going swimming, and there's, like, a lifeguard there. He's like, hey, you jump in the pool. I'm going to go kiss this girl in the locker room. Sound good? Yeah, that sounds great. What could go wrong? Oh, I'll tell you. He could fucking drown. Bleep that out. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I just got so worked up. I like how you're, like, bleep it out and not, like, edit it out entirely. (laughs) Just, like, leave leave the line in, but bleep it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, so is that the guy who haunts later because the old guy tells a different story i feel like no it's a different kid so apparently later on apparently they built the pool to build the pool they had to dig up a graveyard and the guy assumes that they left like one body behind lifeguard was the janitor at the end of the story oh he grew okay. up to be the janitor and so the janitor's like well when I was a lifeguard here back in the day, this kid, it was his girlfriend's little brother died, but that wasn't, he wasn't the ghost. It was just the first victim. So basically, yeah. Are You Afraid of the Dark just has like a dead kid quota where they need to like have at least like one. Yeah. Because it Pretty wasn't much. Really relevant to like the haunting. It was just kind of like, hey, guess what fucked up thing happened? Yeah, this yeah, kid died. Pretty much. Pretty much. Also, at the school, like, oh, hey, lifeguard, you let an actual child die because you were getting it on. Do you want to be our janitor? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to be around all these kids all the time? <laughs> we'll just close down the pool. We'll just close it down. <laughs> we'll build no, anyone. It's fine. To be fair, they, you know the school knew something was up because they wouldn't just shut down the pool because a kid drowned. They would, it, it's obviously not ideal 
apparently three more kids died after that and god only knows how was the lifeguard the lifeguard that whole time <laughs> oh no another ghost got one <laughs> i think he's blaming a ghost i think he's i think he's making up this story about all these kids dying he's like yeah it's some ghost and they didn't believe me until it kept happening and it's like that's like the best murder alibi is like it didn't work the first time just gonna triple down on this <laughs> <laughs> tripled out till they believe me oh my god yeah okay so <laughs> the kid drowns they shut down the pool we go to modern time it's science class 1995 probably probably zeke is a nerd who can't make his volcano work that sounds like a pp joke ew <laughs> but he impresses like two girls with his volcano joke <laughs> <laughs> zeke wants to bone clarice on the swim team <laughs> The comma there makes it sound like he wants the, the swim team to be laying down and then he wants to bone her while on top of all of them. <laughs> I just read that note. I didn't know what you were talking about. My grammar was not great. I probably oh, sneezed while I was typing this. <laughs> this is like that meme about commas. Okay, so Zeke can't get his volcano to work and wants to bone Clarice on top of the swim top. I'm like how the notes just go directly into they meet in the gym. Like there's like no build up or reason why they're in the gym other than maybe they want to bone. In the boys locker room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is great. <laughs> This is a story I wish we had watched. I don't. These are children, Brandon. Oh, edit that out, too. I'll edit this episode. This is a story we did watch. I'm just saying, maybe I interpreted their actions differently, but this is what happened. This is what happened. This is what happened. Um, Last week, Zeke was trying... I'm just going to read these verbatim. Okay, hope. so here's what's going on. <laughs> Zeke's, like, like, Zeke's like hey, I have something to show you. And she's like, okay, cool. And he's like, do you have swim practice after school? And she's like, yeah. He's like, well, meet me before school, early in the morning. I have something really cool to show you. Meet me in the boys' locker room. Yeah, he's saying, I have something cool to show you in the boys' locker room. It's his volcano. Spoiler alert. Oh, yeah. <laughs> None of this, I wrote down exactly what happened. <laughs> well, and then, but there's a weird line where, like, she's like, oh, so this is what you wanted to meet me to show me, like, looking around the boys' locker room, like, yeah, it's ex- like, oh, you thought I haven't seen this before? Because I totally have. I'm like, Clarice. That's pretty much what she said. And then she also said something like, is this all it is for you or something like that? It was like, it was heavily implying that she was else very was- grown up. She was. Yeah. But yeah, he was like, oh, no, I have something to show you over here. So he's like trying to move the lockers. And he was like, trying to calculate the volume of the school and found a secret entrance. And what nerd is just like, you know what I really need to know today? Uh, the volume of the school. I love it when there's stuff like that where it's like clear that some theater kid wrote this. Where it's like, what would a science nerd say? Because those guys are nerds. <laughs> but to his credit, it makes sense because if he looked up the volume of the school, he like if you look at it from around the school, you're like, this volume doesn't make sense as to where this goes. So I, I need to calculate it to see what's going on. No, I don't think so because, like, I'm sure because, like, when you think of a school, if there's dead space, I just assume it's weird storage. Same. I'm not like, oh, that's a secret pool that got closed down in the fifties. Like, yeah. well, it's not like he expected to find the frigging pool. He was probably like, maybe there's storage behind here. Give it or calculate. Like, why it. would you be moving lockers? Like, how else are you supposed to get behind it? You were a giant <laughs> nerd. 
I'm just saying this is at least in like a realm of possibility where he's interested to see like why is this wall? I, I think the volume thing was like to hide the fact that he was trying to find a place to put a peephole for the girls' locker. That's probably it. That's probably exactly it. <laughs> why am I so upset right now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like mad. It's funny because like Zeke isn't even like a recurring character. You're just like defending this guy because you're just like, he's in my show. Leave him alone. <laughs> mine. This is mine. I want it to be good. I, I think you feel like Lori felt when we watched the Lizzie McGuire movie. <laughs> Probably. He finds out somehow that the pool was built in the 50s and they only used it for like, we'll say four years, give or take, and that they haven't used it since. And then as it's like cutting what I assume would be like a commercial break, there's like little bubbles at the bottom. And it zooms out on the janitor's face. Yeah. The cuts in the show are pretty good. Yeah, they're really good. Clarice says something like, oh, I should try to get this we should get them to reopen this pool it would be a lot easier than having to drive an hour away to practice for the swim team and i'm like what swim team has to drive an hour away every day surely there's a closer pool yeah they're in the middle of nowhere it's a small town this is like one of those high schools where it's like k through 12 there's got to be like a local ymca do canadians have ymcas I don't know. Like my school, our closest pool would have been like 45 minutes away because we didn't have like a YMCA or an indoor pool for adults anywhere. But then we also didn't have a freaking swim team. <laughs> that's the thing. Yeah, that's I feel the, like the shocking thing is that the school has a swim team at all if they have to go an hour away. Like I can understand like an hour away for swim meets, but just like how often do you have to practice? Most most of the week, right? Like the Michael Phelps and they just like only need to practice like once a week because she's so good. Maybe. Okay, so they get the pool opened immediately. It takes, it says it's like two weeks later, they're like, the pool's open and running and cleaned. And they convince these people to reopen this pool. And you knew they know why it was closed down. Maybe the administration doesn't. Maybe the janitor is like the secret keeper. So they were like, oh, we didn't realize that was there. Because like, if you're a principal, you're not going to like, I mean, this school is basically Hogwarts. There's like secret shit that some of them just like don't know about. That's true. the administration like or if they did know and like suddenly there's a kid asking them about it like they probably wanted to keep the kids dying under wraps and they also couldn't be like oh we have a ghost so they had to just be like yep you're right no reason not to reopen it yeah that was my other thought where it's like what are they supposed to say no it's haunted it's the chamber of secrets basically yeah and i mean so albus dumbledore was incompetent (laughs) too (laughs) he was just eccentric no he was a murderer (laughs) just like this principle fight me (laughs) (laughs) no i know i could beat you up and i don't want you to be sad okay clarice lobbied the school board or something and they got the pool to open again right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so we're cutting to them swimming with her friend greta the names in the show are amazing and something smells (laughs) <laughs> and it's not Clarice's swimming career potential. But yeah, then Clarice is not doing well with science. And Zeke is like, hey, I'll tutor you if you give me swim lessons. And they sneak in after hours. And it's funny because he's like, how did you get the keys? And she's like, oh, I stole it from my swim coach. And then he's all nervous. And then he's like, and she's like, oh, calm down. It's not like we're doing anything wrong. Like you literally just said you stole the keys yeah. from your swim coach. And yeah. the funny, why would you need to? It's a, it's... It's there for people to learn how to swim. I guess not like after hours. Like it's a, probably a liability thing. Yeah, but why couldn't he just say like, oh, he probably just didn't want to learn in front of everybody. Yeah. And also, I don't think Clarice wants to be seen with him for some reason. There was some, there was some, she was talking to her friend at the beginning 
and it was something about how he's a nerd and he shows his volcano to everybody he's a puppy that you have to clean up after yeah that was it so yeah that's a good point they don't want to be he doesn't want to be seen with his shirt off like relatable and she doesn't want to be seen with him with his shirt off which relatable relatable (laughs) (laughs) but he's like super scared of the water so she gets out an inflatable boat which is funny that the school's pool just opened like two seconds ago and they already have this massive like inflatable raft um so then they're just like hanging out in the water and he's telling her about how he almost drowned as a kid which relatable and (laughs) so she like she's putting her hand in the water and the camera kept zooming in but the cuts it was doing were like really stressful because it was showing her hand and then showing her and then showing her hand and it was a little bit excessive but spooky it's so funny how in like a 24 minute episode they build so much tension yeah, and so he he said when he was a kid he almost drowned, but his brother saved him. And ever since then, ever every time he gets in water, he feels like something wants him dead, like he owes death a life because he took that death from death. It's like this big whole thing. It's like I mean, that's not how it works. I've never felt that way, and I almost drowned. No, and also like it doesn't really fit with this whole story because the ghost wasn't after him specifically. It was after people swimming in his pool. So yeah. do you think it's like, it's like, oh, oh ooh, never mind. I'm going to save it for my lesson at the end. Oh. <laughs> I almost drowned several times as a child and I am very phobic of like open water. Like Levi and I have been working on canoeing on our lake river here and we can only get to like a certain point before I just feel like we're too far away from shorelines that I'm just like we need to turn around and it's not like like I'm scared of a lot of stuff but this is like straight up phobia where like it's lizard brain is just like you're gonna die so like I this part really stressed me out because you're just like on this boat in the middle even if it's a pool and you can like see the end like if you're in the middle oh it's scary you could still die yeah I mean, so many people did already. I'm surprised that Zeke did, like, all the research on the history of the pool and never found out that, like, four people died in it. Only the janitor knows. Only the janitor. The janitor buried the bodies. Yeah. He's like, oh, it's a cemetery that happened in 1960. Yeah. It's a secret. But, yeah, Clarice, like, hops out, and it was very stressful, and then Greta shows up, and it turns... Clarice like gets pulled under and it's scary. This part doesn't make any sense because they're sitting on the boat and all of a sudden somebody grabs her and pulls her off of the boat and it's their friend Greta. Yeah. It's like, Greta, you can't hold your breath that long. She had an oxygen tank. Like, where'd she come from? Where'd she go? Where'd she come from, Cotton Eye Joe? Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> <Can I> Greta. <laughs> Cotton Eye <did> Greta. <laughs> so did she like overhear them planning swim lessons and like plan to go to the pool ahead of time and just like lurk in the in the pool that did they not see like a, it's clear water did they not see a body at the bottom of the pool no this is really the only part of the show that i was like <laughs> i'm gonna dog on this because that part sucks need this cheap jump scare for this show to be as good as it was you know I, what i mean i didn't need that i didn't need the cheap jump give me anything else give me him falling out of the boat and like almost drowning because he just like can't hold on to the tube that would have been good. <laughs> yes. So she gets out. She's like, oh, I thought you didn't like puppies. Blech. And then the white walks away. And that was a necessary plot diversion. <laughs> yep. We never hear from her ever again. Maybe she got eaten by the pool monster. Who knows? Who cares? Not I. Who cares? But then Zeke smells the smell again and gets pulled into the water. The janitor like throws a net in to save him, which like about time you did your job. He's just been peeping on these people. Yeah. 
I mean, at least he finally did something, right? Yeah. I just, why was he just like peeping this entire time? Because he was there to keep the pool hidden and secret. And he like devoted his life to making sure nothing ever happened again. So that's why he was there. He was keeping an eye on it. That makes sense. Like, that's pretty good. Like this, like this awful story of this poor soul who was forced to like be the protector of the swimming pool for the rest of his life. Okay, but no, I think... Oh. The kid the kid who drowned, he still didn't notice the kid drowning. There might be a spirit, but he was still like being a horn dog and let a kid die. Yeah. That's true. To be fair, the kid like disappeared when he was pulled under. Okay, but like he was drowning like pretty dramatically while the guy was still because they kept on cutting between like him and his girlfriend making out. And then like the kid's still drowning. Like it was not a, a quick, quick yeah. death. That's I mean, like, there's a lot of flailing up to the point. You're right. It's like give and take. We're both kind of right. <laughs> except mostly me no i mean i'm still saying it's a good story that he like no it is but i can i can see it happening where it's like you don't want to admit that it was completely you're like no it's all the spirit (laughs) no it's not my yeah no for sure (laughs) charlie's kind of a because he's like he's like very old at this point like just admit it was kind of also your fault Okay, what if it got to like a weird therapy session where he just like unloads on these kids? He's like, I was horny, okay, I was a teenager. <laughs> like, what? This gender is real weird. Um, oh, like, should we go? <laughs> should we go? I'm scared now. <laughs> so All true. right. <laughs> janitor pulls them out and he tells them the whole story that we've already gone over blah 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 three more kids died they closed the pool cemetery cemetery spirit revenge etc etc so zeke because he's a fucking nerd is like well it smells like acid and you know what reacts with acid is methyl orange or something like that i did absolutely zero research on this. i i just looked it up right now and they actually use methyl orange as a ph indicator if it's like less acidic it kind of goes to a yellow and if it's super acidic it's a red wow oh, thanks for ruining my two truths in a goof oh <laughs> How well <does> feel? <laughs> i want to say that this episode kind of felt like like a bill nye kind of i'm gonna tell a story but i'm also going to teach you some science i'm gonna trick you into <laughs> science because they definitely just made me like look up a chemical <laughs> It really was kind of the perfect little setup of him being a nerd and making this volcano and realizing what reacts with acid. And so he's like, if this spirit is a smelly sulfuric fart acid, and I throw this methyl orange on him, fart acid, if I throw this methyl orange on him, he'll explode just like the volcano did. No, the methyl orange just let them see him. It was the... um... Oh, what was the name of the other thing? The Magnemite. Mag ma- manganite or whatever. <laughs> Magmite. It's a Pokemon. Gotta catch them all. The manganite was what makes it explode. <laughs> and so Zeke grabs the methyl orange and Clarice grabbed the manganite. Like I don't think anybody else even saw her do it. And so they go down to the pool and he throws the methyl orange on him and you can see like the red start to swirl around, it starts to form a <gasps> shape. And then this <gasps> just jumps out of the water. And it's the most terrifying thing I've ever seen in my whole life. 
I screamed so loud. I was like, I don't remember that part being so scary. Okay, well, while you're being spooked out, I thought of a very funny bit that they could have included in this comedy TV show. Where okay. methyl orange is like red when it's acidic and then yellow when it's not acidic. What oh, if God. like what if when um Zeke jumps in the pool to save her, there's just like yellow and they're like, Did you have methyl orange in your pocket? But it's just pee. <laughs> oh, oh my god. god. Oh my god. <laughs> Continue. I'm sorry. There's like, okay. Oh, there's metal orange coming out of your pockets. <laughs> oh, I know. He's scared. <laughs> so the pool monster ghost thing like jumps out of the pool and starts chasing them around because like he's made out of water, I guess. But like now that we can see him, he's like not confined to the pool. I don't oh. know. That didn't make any sense. And then the janitor goes into shock, and he literally just like lies down with his arms crossed. <laughs> I was shocked. I want to die. <laughs> and then they like run away from him and then they're like oh no we have to like go and get him so they like drag him into the locker room and set him on a bench and so for some reason the pool monster stops following them when they go in the locker room yeah it didn't make sense he can't leave the pool area okay well oh, then he bubbles area. up through the drain into oh, yeah. the boys locker room and so they freak out again and they have to run away again <laughs> oh it's intense it's really good it's super good but then, like, Clarice grabs the manganite, and Zeke's like, no, don't. And he, like, swats it out of her hand, and it goes into the pool. And he's like, it'll burn your hands. Your hands are too moist. Yeah. Which, smart, but also you just threw it into the pool. You threw, you threw a whole bucket of a thing that explodes when exposed to water into a pool. Yep. Yeah, so then they have to go get it, which is Oh my god, so horrifying. First of all, it probably would have floated because like there's probably some air in that. Half of me expected uh Clarice to like be able to get the thing, but it would explode while she's in the pool and it would get the ghost, but it would also get her at the same time and it would be a bittersweet ending. And the janitor would be like, not another one. <laughs> oh no, the ghost is still here though. It was him for sure. I was so like she ends up going to get it, and then like the the ghost man body thing like comes up and is about to get her so she just like freezes in fear so then zeke has to jump into the pool and then she like swims out with the magmite magmalite marmalade (laughs) so then like charlie i keep wanting to call him charlie zeke is almost drowning and then this okay she doesn't have to touch any of the stuff she just has to take off the lid and like like chuck the powder stuff into the pool so i get it's like you don't want to get it on your hands but also he's literally about to die and she has to like take the time to put on gloves on either hand and then like carefully oh, yeah. it. and i'm just like oh my god just this i also there. love that there's just a pair of rubber gloves lying by the pool yeah, yeah no kidding this whole entire scene was so stressful because of everything <laughs> like that that was happening it's like you idiot just move it's like you idiot you don't need to put on gloves like you idiot oh I was like sweating. You're sweating right now. I am sweating. My hands are so clammy. Yeah, don't open any marmalade (laughs) without gloves on. She put them on so slowly. Oh, it took forever. Yeah, she gets she gets the monster guy. For a scene that happens in like five minutes, it felt like this took ten years. Yeah, this seems like an hour long show, but it's like perfect that it's not. It was the perfect use of the perfect amount of time. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, she tosses the magmite on the creature monster and it like i don't know it kind of just bubbles and then like we name him jebediah no sloshy (laughs) that's his last name jebediah Jebediah sloshy Sloshy. (laughs) 
What's his middle name? Sammy? Mark. No, Sammy. Jebediah Sammy Slosh Sploshy. <laughs> <laughs> Good idea, Brandon. Thanks. Jebediah Slammy Slam She. <laughs> Jebediah Sammy Sloshy. So they killed a monster. He's dead. Mr. Mr. Sloshy. Sammy Sloshy. Mr. Sammy Sloshy. And then Zeke and Clarice become an adorable little couple. They're like floating on the raft in the pool, all cuddled up reading chemistry books. They're the cutest. He still couple. doesn't like the water. I don't think I would go back to that pool for a while. Even if I knew that like spooky guy was dead. And also like it like is the janitor still just poop peeping on him? No, he died of he died of shock. Yeah, he, <laughs> he died, died a long time ago, Lori. Remember? Did he died? I thought like he oh. no, came back. <laughs> No, he didn't Wait, die. <laughs> what if he dies and then he haunts the pool and they're like, oh, son of a bitch. We just took care of the last one. What if it, no, they both haunt the pool. No, wait, Charlie would just be like a moaning myrtle where he just like peep on them all. Yeah. He would. But he also fights Jebediah. <laughs> but like an old married couple sort of fight where they're like, you know what drives me crazy when you leave splashy footprints around the pool? Clean up <laughs> after yourself. Oh, <laughs> cute. That would be adorable. And then we cut back to the Midnight Society and they voted on Stink. And it's unanimous. It's not unanimous, but they're like, yeah, you don't get to be one of us, but you get to like come to more meetings until it's basically he's like a contingent worker for the Midnight Society. He's on probation. Yeah. He doesn't get to join the Midnight Society Union, but he gets to work for them all. Brandon, can you do like the the theme song again so we can like lead out with it? Um, can we just edit it in post? No. <laughs> we don't have that budget. <laughs> no, that was a little sharp. <laughs> That was pretty good. <laughs> I remember doing it like the, there's some certain theme songs to shows that like while you're watching it, if nobody's trying to like do it with it. Dum dum dum. No, that's a different show. <laughs> dum 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 dum. Is that two and a half men? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. The lesson I learned is that oh, I already forgot it. I should have just said it when I thought of it. You guys go first. I'm trying to remember. The lesson I learned is that you shouldn't try to calculate the volume of a school. You're going to get more trouble than it's worth. Okay, I remembered mine. So Zeke was like, he was scared that there was something out to get him that wanted a second chance at him, even like since he didn't die when he drowned when he was a kid. And he was wrong, but there were other monsters. So you should just be double scared of everything. Because even if you're wrong, there's probably still something trying to kill you. There's like a good lesson in there somewhere. Yeah, no, it's the one I said just now, Brandon. Just be double scared. Just like to piggyback off of that. Like he thought something was coming after him his whole life. But he, shoot. It's hard, right? Like he like made it up in his own head and he made it happen. Like he didn't though. Your thoughts aren't always real. He was trying to face his fear and something else tried to to get him. So Never if, face your fears. Yeah, never. Just be scared because like, that's the only reason he was in this position where he's like, oh, teach me how to swim. I've always been scared of it. I am afraid of the dark. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I learned. Brandon, do you want to do two truths and a goof? Yeah, give me one second. Two truths and a goof. Two of these are true. One of these are false. Magnemite is an inert mineral that does not <laughs> explode upon exposure to water. Two, methyl orange is shown here as a colorless liquid, though it is in reality a red-orange solid. Even in solution, it would be yellow, not colorless. 
Three. <laughs> the mitochondria is not the powerhouse of the cell. <laughs> Which one of those is false? <laughs> uh, the first one is false. The first one is false. No, the first one is true. The third one is false. Mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. Wait, what? Oh, you're right. Oh my god, I knew that. I knew that was the false one, but because it had nothing to do with the show, I was like completely discounting it. Brandon has just morphed fully into Bill Nye. He is the science guy. No, I was like, those are actually going to be interesting to like read off as little goofs. It even says goofs on the Wikipedia. So yeah, so you're saying you did better than me, and you want to take over the segment in the future? Dope. So basically, magmite wouldn't have exploded in water, and methyl orange is actually a solid. So yeah, that, there you go. I can't read this episode. Ah, this episode really. But I'm gonna say for what it was, I wouldn't go. I wouldn't say that like Are You Afraid of the Dark? I think was the best Nickelodeon show. But for what it was, I think it's the best older child horror show ever. I would totally agree. It's better than Goosebumps. Oh gosh, I forgot about that. I don't know. Goosebumps is real good. Yeah, but Goosebumps is kind of silly and goofy, and this one's like really tries to get you. But I'm I'm rating Are You Afraid of the Dark overall like a ten out of ten. Oh yeah, I rate this a ten out of ten. I think I have to give it like an eight out of ten. It's like right up my my alley, but I just never got familiar enough with it as a kid. I really want to go back and watch it again. I I I will say it has a nine point nine out of ten on IMDb, which is insane. That is insane. I really liked this episode. I don't know that I can give it much higher just because I'm not as familiar with it. And it feels a little cheesy still. I mean, it is what it is. Like, it's always going to be cheesy. But yeah, I just found it's hard for me to rate the show as a whole because I'm That's really fair. only familiar with this one. I remember hearing whisperings that they were supposed to make a movie. And I guess it's gotten delayed. But I looked it up and it's also the same guy who wrote the new It, which I haven't seen yet, but I've heard is great. Mm-hmm. But that guy is also doing a new update, like reboot of Child's Play. That looks like garbage. I will, I could be wrong. I just saw the trailer, but it basically, it's like Chucky, but like hooked up to AI. Weird. Oh, weird. I'm really excited for the um, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark movie. That looks cool. Or I haven't yeah. seen anything, but so... that sounds cool. Who's directing that? It's somebody like really good. Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. I'm going to beat you. I'm going to beat you. I'm going to beat you. Guillermo del Toro is producing yes. it. Holy yes, that's yes, what it yes. is. That's yes. so good. I know. It's going to be so good. I'm so excited for it. Any other spooky things you guys are looking forward to? I feel like we need more excuses to talk about horror, and this is kind of like yeah. the perfect three to like have on this episode. This is it. Yeah, we can like uh, get our horror stuff out right now. I'm going to say it. Wit, the Witch, that movie, didn't like it at all. Me neither. Oh, I never saw it. I saw the trailer for Pet Cemetery, and I'm excited for that. Fair. Um, Very good. I don't like the original, so I don't feel like I can really have an opinion I'm on it. not this. a huge fan of the original. I'm also not a huge fan of Stephen King as a whole. I like his movies, don't like his book. I mean, I don't like his writing style. Like, it just doesn't really resonate with me. I'm going to say this author, about Stephen King movies. Somebody said it best. The bigger Stephen King's name is on the movie poster, the worse the movie is. Like, <laughs> The Shining, you don't ever see, like, Stephen King's The Shining. You always yeah. see The Shining, Pet Cemetery, Carrie. Mm-hmm. That's it, I guess. That's it. All right, well, this was fun. If you want to be a part of our Midnight Society, find us on Facebook. Okay. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>
what do they say at the end? Let the fire bang put out. Fire's out. Lights out. Have a good night. Smokey the Bear says, don't forget to put out your campfires. Yeah, no, for real. Don't forget to. Bye. (laughs) Bye.